What's up and welcome to the single player experience. I'm your host Sebastian Malden and today I want to talk to you about a little game that came to Game Pass recently called High on Life. For those of you who don't know about this game, let me break it down for you. This is a game made by Squanch Games, which is a studio co-founded by the co-creator of Rick and Morty, Justin Roiland. You play as a teenager turned bounty hunter who's on a mission to save the human race. If you've seen Rick and Morty, then you kind of get the type of humor, the writing, and the gist of what this game kind of is. So, should you play High on Life? Is High on Life a good single-player experience? Find out right after the intro. DJ, start the intro. This is the Single Player Experience, the podcast that helps single-player gamers manage their video game backlog. I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and my main quest is to help you manage your ever-growing video game backlog by letting you know which single-player games are worth your time and money so that you can have the best single-player experience. Now, without further ado, let's start the show. DJ, cut the beat. So, right off the bat, let me just say that this isn't a game that's going to redefine gaming or blow most people away. That said, though, there is a lot to like here. High on Life kind of feels like a mixture between a ton of different games, like Saints Row, Ratchet and Clank, and Doom. In some aspects, that mixture really pays off, and others, not so much. Let's dive into it. Let's talk about the narrative. The strongest aspect about this game is by far its storytelling and its writing. If you watch Rick and Morty, then you know one of the best aspects of Justin Roiland's projects is this world building. High on Life is no exception. The game does a masterful job of throwing you into the universe and explaining how this universe works. A trait of good sci-fi is balancing world building and lore and telling a good story. And this game does that in spades. In High on Life, the game does a masterful job at displaying the lore, but making sure that everything kind of feels familiar to the players. Even though you're in an alien environment in the game, there are a lot of satirical aspects of our society and a lot of things that kind of mirror our society in a very alien way. So very quickly, you kind of get and understand how this universe works. Let's talk about the characters, because the characters in High on Life are the real highlight. If you've seen the trailers for this game or even played a little bit of it, then you know that you will talking living weapons. And each weapon has its own power and personality. The weapons talk to you and other characters throughout the game. I often found myself laughing out loud at the dialogue from my weapons or from other characters that are interacting with my weapons throughout the game. Sure, some of your weapons have lines of dialogue that are stronger than others, but it's a feature that kind of feels unique and fresh and very well utilized here. Another aspect that I really liked about this game is this casting and voice acting. In addition to Justin Roiland, this game is filled with other great voice actors like Nolan North, Claire Strong, J.B. Smoove, and Michael Krusak, to name a few. It's truly unbelievable how many talented voice actors they assembled for this job. Now let's talk about the game's exploration and the gameplay. In High on Life, you're free to explore the areas you're in outside of combat. Just like games like Ratchet and Clank, you're roaming around in mostly linear areas to get to your objectives. The game also challenges you with some decent platforming and puzzle obstacles that you have to overcome. The game allows you to traverse by using your jetpack to boost yourself up and down, your suit to kind of dodge dash in a direction, or your knife to swing from designated grapple points. This is helpful because there are a fair amount of extra items and collectibles that you have to use these abilities to get to. Now, let's talk about the combat. 
The combat plays kind of like Rick and Morty's take on Doom, mixed in with a little bit of Ratchet and Clank. You run a gun and try to take down waves of enemies before they try to take you down. Just like the traversal I mentioned earlier, in combat, you can use your knife to kind of swing around from designated grapple points, use your suit to dodge, or use your jetpack to go up and down and kind of avoid enemies there. It's nice that we have these options, but in combat, these aspects feel more disorienting than helpful, to be honest. The combat in itself is fun, but it kind of gets old and feels tedious quickly. This is disheartening when you take into account that you change guns that kind of grant you various abilities. These guns aren't the problem, though. It's the repetitive nature of the action that is the real problem. It boils down to basically you having to take down the same waves of enemies over and over again. The enemy type is kind of the same old, same old, too, with you basically only taking down five to seven different types of enemies. So the game is fun, but... This kind of loop of facing on the same enemies over and over again wears thin very quickly. So overall, should you play High on Life? I'll be real with you. I think that High on Life is for a very specific type of gamer. It kind of boils down to this question. Are you a fan of Justin Roiland's style of comedy? Because if you're a fan of the animated shows Rick and Morty or Solar Opposites, then you're probably going to dig this game. You might have faults with the repetitive gameplay, but you're probably going to really vibe with High on Life's narrative, its characters, and its lore. If you're not a fan of this type of comedy, then don't play this game. High on Life is not going to change your mind in that aspect. Also, if you're not the type of guy who likes facing off against wave of enemies over and over again, then this game definitely isn't going to appeal to you. But if you do love shooters and you love Justin Roiland's comedic style, then you should definitely check out High on Life. In this show, we practice the 10 games backlog rule. In this practice, you log down 10 games. Those games are going to be your video game backlog. To be as productive as you possibly can be, we recommend that you only play three games at one time. One single player narrative game, one game that's going to be your chill and relax game, and another game that's going to be your palate cleanser game, which is a game that you play when you're not in the mood for your other narrative games. When you complete or get tired of one game, it leaves the backlog list. Then you decide which new game is added to the list and which game on the list advances to your active three games. So where does High on Life fit in your video game backlog? This is a game that should primarily be your main focus or your palate cleanser game. Its narrative, characters, and lore are strong enough that you will want to power through the game. It's also a good break to have from other narrative-based games that you might be playing. So, it belongs in your video game backlog list, only if you're a fan of Justin Roiland's comedy style. If you're not a fan, this game is not going to change your mind, and you should definitely skip it. But if you are, definitely check this game out. So, that is the game recommendation of the week that you should consider adding to your backlog list. If you want me or my community of gamers to give you feedback on your backlog list, then join us in the single player experience Discord server. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list or talk about good single player game experiences that you've had lately. The link to join the free single player experience Discord server is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace.